squirrels are getting too comfortable. Oh, tracking the animal uprising. Yeah. I made my ponytail too tight today. My head hurts. Good. Yeah. It does. Yeah. What did we watch? Pinocchio. Pinocchio? Yeah. Good segue. Why are you talking about two-wheeled people movers? Um, so Pinocchio. I need to, I feel like a, I feel like a fat kid too. Yeah. <laughs> like what is going on? I'm having trouble breathing. I'm just like. Yeah. <sighs> Ugh. Pinocchio. And it's a Disney movie. And one of the characters is named Pinocchio. Nobody likes that name though. No. Well, the cat and the mouse, I mean the cat and the fish do not. So we start out with Jiminy Cricket. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Cricket from Sunny. It's That's Jiminy Rickety Cricket. Rickety Cricket. Rickety Cricket. Rickety, yeah. So this is Jiminy Cricket, his cousin, and he's narrating, right? He starts off narrating? Yeah. But it's not as bad narration because it's he works it directly into the yeah, story as he, he's going. He talks about wishing on stars, and if you don't think it, believe it, yeah, I have a story to tell you, and he opens the book and goes hopping in. And I liked this. Right. I liked okay. that the camera was actually hopping. Oh, like, yeah. I love that, too. I want to remember, yeah. remember that that happened. Yeah. Hops up to the window and says, well, there's a fire here. How can it go to waste? And hops into the house. Right. And that's how the story starts. <laughs> nice little little opening and he's he's a bit impoverished it seems mm-hmm. or it might just be you know standard itinerant person at the time is that's just kind of the the life that they lead yeah. <laughs> looking for whatever kind of warmth they can find i mean cause the fox and the other animal weren't very well dressed either yeah. they had holes in their clothing and patches yeah. and nice little touch mm-hmm. on that but so jiminy cricket goes into geppetto's what turns out to be geppetto's house mm-hmm. and he's trying to he goes by the fire first and mm-hmm. and then he's geppetto's already asleep Mm-mm. no no where is geppetto at this point upstairs or something somewhere oh but so jiminy cricket is he trying to get in bed what's he doing he's Warms up and then he starts seeing and he's looking around and he sees Pinocchio who oh. doesn't have eyebrows or a mouth yet. Right. Right. And then Geppetto shows up to paint those on and Jiminy hides. And this is where we meet. And this is a lovely little moment. I really enjoyed this part. I'm saying it with an angry tone. <laughs> In that we get to see what Geppetto's like. He has his his friends, you know, he has Cleo. Figaro. And Cleo, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, the fish and the cat, and he just, like, he messes with them with Pinocchio, you know, <laughs> after he paints it, and he's playing around, and you get the personalities of both Figaro and and the, and the Cleo just in this little little moment. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it works really well. I, I was just, I was really enjoying this part of it. Yeah. And then he puts him up on the shelf after they do their little dance around the room, and then all the cuckoo clocks start going off, and he's like, oh, it's bedtime. Yeah, and the clocks are, like, it goes through a whole bunch of the clocks and shows a bunch of different things that those clocks do, which is really creative. I remember the sound from when I was a kid seeing this movie. I yeah. remember all the sounds of the clocks and how they went in order and all that stuff. How do you feel about the one spanking the child's bare butt? Uh, that's an important one. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if thematically all those together mean anything. Maybe. Because I don't, I remember it's trying to chop a turkey yeah, head turkey and it head. kept dodging. He's got the ducks that flip around and the beer steins right how do you feel about the kid getting a walloping i mean it's not great but (laughs) there were a lot of these things in this movie that wouldn't fly today yeah i don't think i noticed any except for that that was the only one that was like oh that's weird uh the kids drinking and smoking and well but they were bad kids oh so then that makes it okay (laughs) yeah 
But so then they go to bed. Is that what happens? Um, then? Uh, he wishes yeah. he sees the star because <laughs> Figaro has to get up and yeah. open the the window because it's not open, and that's right. when he sees the star. Yeah. And I keep saying like he pronounced it Figaro. I want to say Figaro. He pronounced it Figaro mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. So anyway. And Jiminy tucks himself in, and then he. Um, and one thing, sorry, one thing to note: Jiminy Cricket consists. He talks to a bunch of inanimate objects. Like he interacts yeah. with several inanimate objects around the room. Yeah. Which is thematically significant because that's the whole point: is that it's the in- inanimate object of Pinocchio who turns into you know a real object. Yeah. And so that's. I don't think that's accidental that they have Jiminy Cricket doing that because then he interacts with Pinocchio for the rest of the movie yeah and he's kind of a womanizer yeah it's it's not a it's a flaw it's a great little personality <laughs> trait to give a cricket yeah <laughs> he sure is yeah mm-hmm. every time a woman i mean even an animate woman when they're part of the clocks uh-huh. uh, pops out then he's like oh i'm interested hey how are you and he goes and tries to dance with the line and gets squished and puts yeah. his hand on another one's rear end and- right but he felt he didn't realize what he was doing and felt bad about that one yeah. so the but yeah, that's a that's a little personality trait they added to their protagonist, you know, the supporter of their protagonist, uh, which is not the kind of thing you would see nowadays. You know, they they just make them all perfect little whatevers and and leave it at that. Yeah. So yeah, it goes to that, and then so we wished upon the star, and then we get a little magic moment from the what. Why are you shaking your head? What? Because that's not happened next. And then all the clocks are going crazy and Geppetto's snoring and Jiminy Cricket loses his cool and yells at him all the screaming. <laughs> okay. Says, well, I was going to describe literally everything, but... <laughs> I just thought that that was... I mean, like I said, he loses his cool. So it's kind of shows right. he's got a short temper. like Right. A, l- a little more character. Yeah. You know, it's not... And this is what I mean about the difference between character building and incidental character as a result of plot. You know? Yeah. It's like uh, you can have have character that shows up in superficial movies is that somebody's father left when they were young you know so you know that that's got to be some motivating thing and it's part of the plot and all that stuff but character in a good movie in a movie that's actually trying to build a personality into a character is like this it's where they put these little things these little markers that don't have plot significance they have character significance and they're just giving you a rounded idea of how this person acts and how they're going to act going forward Mm-hmm. So you can get to know them and, and they become more uh, complex as you go along. But So that's the difference. And and Jiminy Cricket is is one of those characters, a legitimate character. And I just, I loved seeing that. I know that there was a certain part. Um, we just go, go along. Where are we? What are we doing? Now the blue fairy comes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what does she do? She appears in the room. And I went back and forth on whether I liked it or not. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. They, she's not very well drawn, and I couldn't figure out whether I liked the fact that she, she was see-through or I didn't like it. Yeah, she seen, she was a little out of place, but that they might have been trying to go for otherworldly, so they yeah. tried to draw her differently, but I think I know what you mean, kind of in general. Like, they kept trying to draw the background through her. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know whether I liked it or not. Hmm. Well, it makes her ephemeral ethereal yeah but then she says geppetto's such a good man he should have what he wants but i can't you can't just be a real boy you have to prove yourself and turns him into a wooden puppet right boy. So, so established kind of the structure for the rest of the movie commented on on geppetto himself which is kind of is what you get from how you know interacting with him seeing mm-hmm. him interact just how he plays around with and not just is nice he doesn't just like oh here cat here's some food look i'm nice you know it's like they found a way to demonstrate that he has a place 
playful relationship with with his friends, the animals. Mm-hmm. And he has this kid that he wished would be a real kid and, and that stuff. They find a way to show that character without being really superficial and stupid about it. Right. But yeah, so from there, then uh, she brings him to life and then he's, uh, I love how searching and naive Pinocchio is. Mm -hmm. He starts out that way and stays that way until he, you get to see him grow up entirely, you know, as he goes along. There are a couple things though, like, okay, so yeah, he falls or whatever and Geppetto's like, what is that? And he's like, it's me. And then that's fine, whatever. And then he comes out and he says, seize it. And then he dumps the blotter on his head and then comes back and Pinocchio's like, you're funny. How does he know that's funny? Like, how does he know that? <laughs> I don't know. How does he know English? Right. <laughs> like, how can he put things that are together when it comes to grammar? How can he function foot with shin with? <laughs> yeah. So then Geppetto's excited and they're dancing around and then he sees fire and sticks his finger in it. Oh, right. Yeah. So. And that's a nice little mirrored thing they got there. Because the fire is is the danger here. It's the thing that he has to be afraid of in the world. But it's also the thing that, spoiler alert, <laughs> that saves him at the end. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. There it is. Did you read the original story? I have. It's thick. Oh, you it's have. Like, it's like this thick. But it wasn't like in your recent reading? No. Okay. No, it's a, it's a, it's not a, in a compilation. It's a book in and in of itself. Oh, really? Yeah. It, oh, like I said, it's like a two inch thick book with little, I don't know how many pages, but. Holy hell. All right. Yeah. But so then, and a little negligent on the part of Geppetto the next day, because he's just like, okay, go off to school. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know his developmental level. He doesn't know his reading level. He doesn't know whether he should be going to school. Right. What's his age? I mean. <laughs> right. But how does he have a school book at his house? Oh, well, you think he's creepy or something? I don't know. He just has school books? Well, I don't know. Maybe he's just not great at reading or something, so he has to he yeah. goes to remedial school book classes. He's an adult education for the ABCs. I see. But yeah, so he has a school book serendipitously, um, but the school book doesn't really function in any way. No. So he just sends him off, and then again, <laughs> Jiminy Cricket is late. He doesn't get up. You know, he stays in bed mm-hmm. and ends up leaving too late to be able to save Pinocchio from himself. Um, but still, little little negligent on Geppetto's part. Yeah, just being like, go to school. How does he even know where the school is? Pinocchio. Yeah, he doesn't. He just follows the other kids. Oh, he just sees other kids. Just go follow those children, and <laughs> hopefully you get back. I don't know. All right. Uh, but yeah, so he's doing that. And what happens then? He gets accosted by Honest John and Gideon. Honest John. You just know these names. It's it's like mind blowing to me that you constantly <laughs> have these names down. Where I'm just like, I just have to make them up half the time. <laughs> All right. Honest John and Gideon mm-hmm. um, from the Bible. Well, no. I don't think so. Wait, is Gideon? I meant the Gideon's Bible, not I know uh, what you character. Mean. Okay. All right. So yeah, Honest John and Gideon find... Pinocchio walking because they think how did they figure they just saw him oh they just saw him and yeah. said oh my god he's walking without strings this is crazy right okay and so they're like we need to go trick him into doing stuff that's going to make us money yep and then they see Stromboli Stromboli's in town and they're like perfect right I want to so they <laughs> like how you're trying to pass it off <laughs> so they convince him that he wants to be an actor and he should go do that because mm-hmm. acting such a super job. I think I like all the songs so far. Um, yeah. You know, Wish on a Star one's pretty iconic, but even this one about, what, what are they singing? I diddly dee, 
an actor's life for me. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Maybe it's just the melody of that that kind of gets me. There's something about it yeah. that's just kind of resonant. But So then Pinocchio is like, all right, I'm being an actor now. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. naive. He doesn't know what to do. And he ends up in the show and has a good little, puts on a good little show. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got no strings to hold me down. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are no strings on me. I just. Yeah, up to this point, I'm just like, wow, this is this is good. And I'm not, I don't know, it's, there isn't a self-consciousness in me just enjoying it. I think I was just getting lost in it. Like, yeah. I was just falling into it and saying, this. I'm enjoying what's going on right now. There's something about him saying bye to Jiminy that just got me. Like, the, you know, Jiminy Cricket's in the flower trying to convince him that he know he needs to go to school and not be an actor. And he's like, <laughs> okay, and then, bye, Jiminy! <laughs> <laughs> what? Like he was supposed to go tell them that he wasn't coming. Uh-huh. The next thing he says is, "Okay, bye." I don't know what about it. Oh, so is that good or bad? No, it's, I think it's good. I think it's unexpected. Like, yeah. I, and so he goes to the show, and then he's he's going to try to leave, go back to Geppetto at the end of the day. Yeah. So he at least knows that much. But what's his name? Calzoni. Stromboli. Stromboli. <laughs> <laughs> says no you're not leaving you're my gold mine i'm keeping you forever i lock you in this bird cage and right and that's it meanwhile jimmy's throwing a hissy fit because right. pinocchio did so well on stage such a good character <laughs> it's mind-blowing like it's just like ah, oh, why do people not understand this how you write characters so that you like this makes the character so much more real you know that they have these frustrations that they do things that annoy you as the viewer you know that you're just like stop being a jerk just go take care of him he's a freaking wooden boy how is he supposed to know this stuff it could be jealous are you kidding me <laughs> or sad because he did well it's like come on but you still like him and he still sticks around and he still puts work in and all that stuff so so yeah he's he's throwing a hissy fit about it and then what happens and then he says you know i should tell him bye you know right uh, in the inner yeah. in the interim Geppetto's like, where's my boy? He hasn't come home and goes out and starts looking for him. Right. Uh And again, you know, showing some... So it could be just kind of trite parent looking for the kid thing. Uh, You know, it felt more substantive when it came to Geppetto. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like panic and wanting to find this stuff out but could fit within that category but i i freaking like geppetto at this point so i'm Mm -hmm. like yes i want you to find him so after that then jimmy cricket gets up in the thing right and yeah he's like i should just go tell him goodbye and good luck and goes back and then sees that he's in the cage and he can't pick the lock himself right yeah he he struggles with it and gets shot out and he's like i just can't do it i can figure it out and must be an old model And then, uh, then the blue fairy appears again. Right, blue fairy pops in. So there's DSX Machina, but she says, "I'm coming to help now." Again, so good because not only is it the uh, okay, you've got this intervening third character that's the magical character that comes in and intervenes, but they're establishing character and parameters, uh, you know, with this little setup, you know, because they do the whole lying thing. Right mm-hmm. at this point, mm-hmm. so he keeps telling lies, and he's got to figure out. Oh, I'm not supposed to do this, and then he says, "Okay, I'm not going to lie ever again," and he doesn't for the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. you know. But so it's got that character thing, and then it's also her getting the plot going again because they could have easily had it just Jiminy Cricket breaks him out, yeah. you know. It could have been that straightforward, but it didn't happen that way. You mean the parameters that she'll help him this time, but this is the only time she'll help him, right? Yeah, she limited it and said, "Okay, this is what I'm going to do," but this this is it. You have to. Build some character, you freaking wooden kid. <laughs> Just do it. Except for when somehow the magically the Geppetto's letter gets there. Letter? Oh, yeah, yeah. She So she goes back on her word. I mean, she's not there, but it's clearly from her. Well, maybe it's not. 
Maybe it's competing magical yeah, person. You think? Yeah. Anyway, they go home and he's not there, Geppetto. No, mm-hmm. they don't get all the way home. They don't. They don't get all the way home. And Gideon and Honest John run into him again because the scary guy told him to go get boys. Jeez, oh, yeah. I just got a chill actually. <laughs> I remember that image of when he got mad. And there are some scary that. parts in here. You know, Stromboli's temper is scary, and the chopping him into wood, pe- you know, firewood is scary. Yeah, I, I legitimately there were a lots of parts of this movie that I couldn't watch. You know, it was also like. Uh, RoboCop 2, there's a moment in that I couldn't watch. <laughs> but Are you cold? Yeah, Aww. it's freezing here today. You're crazy. Um, yeah, so that was legitimately scary, but they they get him to go with them to the, it's like the boy's it's island like, or something. It's your lucky day. I have You can have my ticket and gives him the ace of spades. And right, right. That's all he's focused on is, Honest John gave me his ticket. And Lampwick wouldn't, was just talking about all the naughty things that he'll be able to do there. And he's like, but Honest John gave me his ticket. Right. <laughs> So nice, still so naive. Uh-huh. And so he's got the ticket, and he goes to the to the island. And this is just a little place where bad kids go. They just recruit all these bad kids, and then do something horrible to them. <laughs> Uh, but they get they get all the bad kids there, and they're all smoking and drinking, and they've got Ferris wheels, and and they've got I love uh, the Native American throwing out the cigars. What? There was a Native American throwing out cigars? Yeah, there's a huge giant statue, and that's where all the cigars came from. He that's how do you know it wasn't a Cuban American? I mean, he was wearing a headdress. Yeah, that's what we had in Cuba. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'm <laughs> right. sure. I didn't I didn't even notice it. Like it didn't even yeah. click. So that's the other insensitive thing that you yeah you saw okay. Yeah. But yeah, so they're all getting their cigars and they have like a house that they just get to ransack and, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff that they just get to be. There's a room where they're just brawling and he's like, let's right. go poke someone in the nose. <laughs> it's like, yeah, his friend because he meets up with some ginger Lampwick. crazy kid. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a riot. It's just a place where you riot. It's, there's no concert or anything. It's just, nope, go beat each other up and, and have at it. That's pretty awesome. Uh, then we find out the horrible... Not yet. Truth, what? They're playing pool and Jiminy Cricket shows up trying to get Pinocchio to leave. So he's just trying to, and Pinocchio's not having it? Yeah, and then he goes down in the pool pocket or whatever, and he's like, and then he throws another hissy fit, and he's like, fine, I'm out of here, and leaves again, and then that's when he sees that all the boys are being turned into donkeys. Oh. Or as they call it, jackasses. Another thing that probably wouldn't fly in a kid's movie nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, because the lampshade or whatever was like, uh, I'm not a jackass, and he he looks like one at this point, you know, because they turn. Not yet. He hasn't turned into a donkey yet. Oh my gosh, you were just okay. Well, what happens in between then? Oh, you already okay. Yeah, he has. <laughs> I was just I going thought to that I thought you were going backwards to where Jiminy's still in the pool hall with them again. No, it's oh, just okay. just talking about him when he's he's an actual donkey and taking a thing, and then he's panicking and he's like oh what is happening to me oh my gosh and pinocchio they change over time and it shows like it goes down where a bunch of them already turned and they'll ask him a question to see if they answer in english and if they answer what is this backwards (laughs) what that's when jiminy cricket found out about them. oh that's what he saw yes okay (laughs) but uh that part was scary to me yeah it was like uh because they were so mean to him. And yeah. Just like, I want 
my mom. Yeah, that poor kid. Yeah. It's just, you can tell he's not a real tough kid, you know? He's just mm-hmm. one of those fake poser ones. So they go through that, and the other kid, Lampshade, just turns completely into one. And mm-hmm. then, uh, does Jiminy Cricket spring Pinocchio at this point? So or now no? they're back, and, and Pinocchio has ears and a tail by the time Pino- uh, Jiminy Cricket gets back. He's like, we got to get out of here now. Follow me. And, yeah. and that only way out is to jump from the rocks. Right. So they, they get off of that. They get back to Geppetto's house and they notice that it's boarded up and nobody's there. Correct. And so they finally made it after all this stuff going on. And it's like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And uh, that's when magical intervention number two happens. Correct. And so they get uh, like a magical bird comes and drops a, a letter that says where Geppetto is. Mm-hmm. Contrived plot point. <laughs> I mean... Uh, it's not related or connected to anything else. Like mm-hmm. they don't thematically or, you know, it comes to a plot structure or anything like that. They don't connect to anything else. It's just magical bird comes in and gives them the letter. So, I mean, that is the only wonky turning point to keep the plot moving along. Right. So we find out Geppetto and Figaro and Cleo are in a whale. Correct. Do you remember what the whale's name is? Monstro. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... So they're stuck in there and they've been living there for a little while because they say they're running out of food and Mm -hmm. (laughs) they have to fish for uh, whatever comes in the whale's mouth. And what an awesome, (laughs) it's a great set. (laughs) I was actually thinking, I was wondering if there were any live action movies that had this, uh, you know, where people were just stuck in in a whale like this for an extended period of time. I'd love to see it. I know, I think something like this happens in Conker's Bad Fur Day on Nintendo 64. For you to be in there for a while. Oh my. Like going through whale intestines or something. Gross. But anyway, so they're stuck in there and Jiminy Cricket and Pinocchio are going to try to find them. And Figaro has a little battle with some of the fish that they're trying to catch. <laughs> but no, there aren't any fish yet. And first they're going through the ocean and all these different places. And somehow Pinocchio knew if he, knew if he tied a rock to his tail, he'd be able to go down. And, right, right. And everywhere he asks, they, I mean, they're defining how scary Monstro is because they're like, we're looking for Monstro and everybody Freaks out and leaves. Right, and, all the fish, yeah. Yeah. And somehow Jiminy Cricket can breathe underwater. Yeah, I don't know. Something I, I don't know that. anything about cricket anatomy, so I can't say otherwise, but yeah, me neither. I, I would guess that they breathe oxygen in the air. Wait, how do they breathe? I mean, because... Their noses are on their knees. Right. So insects, uh, some of them take it through their skin, yeah. and so it wouldn't be like... I don't even think... Do they have... They don't have lungs, right? Yeah. They get their oxygen otherwise. I don't know anything about insects. Anyway, <laughs> so... So they're down at the bottom of the sea, and they're walking by, and they does somebody eventually tell them where Monstro is, or do they just get... I think they eventually find him, just from across him sleeping on the ocean floor. Right, because we had a whole conversation about whales sleeping at this point. Yeah, you know what they do? What do they do? Half their brain sleeps at a time, because mammalian brains have to have that unconscious period. What? So half the brain sleeps, the other's still conscious. So yeah. we just, like, if we shut off the left hemisphere, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yep, crazy. That's what they do, and they're usually... Wow. They they usually stay close to the surface because, like I said, their breathing is not involuntary. They have to consciously think about breathing. Right. And they do something you can sometimes see them doing what they call logging. It's basically floating on the surface with very little movement. And that's... That's them sleeping? Mm-hmm. And they can hold their breath underwater for about 30 minutes. Yeah. Wow. But anyway, so then eventually the thing shows up and they're actually, Pinocchio tries to run away from it because he's so scared of it, but he gets sucked up because it's it's chasing the fish that are going by him. Mm-hmm. And so it sucks all of them in, but uh, not Rickety Cricket. Uh, he doesn't get sucked in. Yeah. He's stuck outside. And so then Pinocchio's in there, pops up. Mm-hmm. 
And this one they're doing the fishing because yeah. the fish came in. Yeah, so the, you know they finally get food and he's catching all the fish and Pinocchio gets thrown in the fish bucket and right. he says something to talks to Geppetto and Geppetto's like, not now, Pinocchio. Right. <laughs> and then he's like, oh wait. And then bam, they're reunited. And then Pinocchio is the one who has the the idea to make him sneeze. Are you using the right microphone? Yeah, I'm using the right microphone. I made sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Says we're gonna f- fire, and they're smoking out. And Geppetto's like, don't do that. It'll make him mad. And he's like, we're going. And again, it's just good movies versus bad movies. Like this isn't just um, they make a fire, he sneezes, and they're fine. It's not just mm-hmm. that. It's like he sneezes, they get out, but then he has to breathe it back in because he's going to sneeze mm-hmm. again and they're still struggling to stay away from him uh, and so again and then one more time and then you know, like he's chasing him or something it's just mm-hmm. like there's it's an actual struggle so when they get away it's it's earned right. you know uh, the release is earned and then they end up back at Geppetto's like save yourself Pinocchio's like I oh, know I'm made of wood I'm gonna float I'll just pull you to shore and oh right, right yeah so he drags him in and then Figaro and Cleo wash up next to him and, mm-hmm. and then and then, Gepet- and then Jiminy Cricket finds Pinocchio face down in a puddle oh right a sad image yeah. and then it jumped to the house back in the house and Pinocchio's just laying on the bed not moving and Geppetto's on his knees crying right and then it's uh, the Jesus thing again self-sacrifice and that's uh what got him over the hump i would love to see how many movies actually do this of course this was made in 1940 the new testament was written <laughs> in the 50s ad or ce uh, through 110 or 130 or something like that so so i guess that was the precursor but it was actually just copying osiris and romulus and a bunch of other pagan myths i'm fall myths. asleep you are i think so why are you doing that i don't know you have no interest in that <laughs> that area of history or literature or you know what it is what i put a blanket on yeah that'll do it anyway so so that mm-hmm. happens and then the the blue lady comes down and resurrects him right and turns him into a real boy yeah he's like so it says something to Geppetto's like no Pinocchio you're dead he's <laughs> like no I'm not he's like yes you are you're dead lay back down <laughs> but he does it and then yeah he's just a real boy and Geppetto's got his real boy and Figaro's still a, kind of a little jerk but he's awesome and He's one of my favorite. I really like Figaro. I thought you might. Yeah. But Cleo's awesome too. Like she has her own personality. I really like how she acts and everything. And then Jiminy Cricket is just a fantastic character. I mean, if you just really in detail really look at how they wrote that character versus other kinds of characters, Mm -hmm. you see how much care went into making this a rounded character. And you just don't, you don't see that in movies, in Disney movies or other movies. Mm -hmm. It's, it's difficult to do and they really, really did it here. So anyway, so that's, that's Pinocchio, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Anything else? I don't think so. No? I was just thinking about your Jiminy Cricket song. Always let your conscience be your guide. Yeah. Yeah. Give a little whistle. Yeah. <laughs> and he plays the stringed instrument in reverse somehow. Oh, yeah. You're throwing a fit about that one. So you can turn half your brain off and <laughs> get some sleep for in right. anticipation of the next one. I guess we can call it good. Yay. Good. All right. Home, home on the range. Yeah. So much so that I didn't realize I was asleep. Sometimes I know I'm falling asleep when I let it happen. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) This time, no, I didn't know I was asleep. So you like that pizza? Yeah. 
It's pretty good. You should have tried it. There are two pieces if you still want to. May I try it? Mm-hmm. Well, I did you want to try it now, but not when I offered you pieces earlier. Because I'm still eating mine. Mm. Don't be ridiculous. Oh. What did we watch? Mm, home on the Range. Yeah? Yeah. What happened? Some cows saved the farm. The end. <laughs> okay. So that was Home on the Range. See you in the next one? Yep. You're always willing to just shut it down <laughs> that abruptly. Because you're a snod. I'm not a snod. Yeah, you are. So it opened, and I kind of liked the animation. I was like, it looks unique. Yeah. It looks kind of like a Saturday morning cartoon from the 90s, but it looks unique, so I kind of like it. And then just things started happening, and I started hating it. Yeah. And then I hated it more. And then I, I couldn't remember the one that I said was my least favorite one now. And I looked it up, and it was Meet the Robinsons. And then I was like, nope, I hate this more than that. Yeah, you hated Meet the Robinsons. I feel like it was an unfair hating. Excuse me? Yeah. It was entirely fair, and I explained my rationale for hating it. Okay. And it was entirely justified. Okay. You just uh, have a soft spot for orphans. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. Well, this one, it was it was so stupid. It was just like Roseanne's the main cow. Mm-hmm. And it's got Dame Judy Dench. Mm-hmm. And they're just... Oh, and the breast girl from Liar Liar. What? What? Okay. The friggin' Jennifer Tilly. I don't know who that is. Okay. Well, she was in Liar Liar. And she plays one of the cows. In Liar Liar? Yeah, she plays the cows in Liar Liar. (laughs) Breast milk, get it? That's the joke. Yeah. I don't get it. (laughs) Trying to make an office reference. Oh. What did you say? Oh. Chicken breast hold the chicken. That's in Liar Liar? Are you sure? It's- yes, yes. The office is in Liar Liar, exactly. No, the Hooters girl is not in Liar Liar. She's in Big Daddy. What? That's that's Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey. Those are two different people. Oh my god, we just went way off. <laughs> it's okay. I'm redacting that entire conversation. Well, and the let's just go back. Hooters, and then the Hooters go, girl is... Go back. All right, whatever. So the movie, in the movie, the, she goes to a new farm because her owner got foreclosed on or something? Yeah, that and, happened. And... <laughs> And so the new owner has a bunch of other cows and chickens and pigs and stuff. And But she gets an eviction notice. Like in three days, she's going to be evicted because she hasn't been paying because she's deadbeat. And what? Don't give me a look. She is. Okay. Don't don't enter a contract if you can't live up to it. Well, like And she's like, oh, well, this is my home. It's not your home. You didn't pay for it. Like, oh. Drives me crazy. It's like I pay my first payment on a car. This is my car now, so therefore you can't take it back. No, that's not how it works. Don't be a deadbeat. Pay your freaking bills. So she gets an eviction notice, and and the cows are like, "What can we do?" And then they, what do they do? They go to town to follow the horse that brought the eviction notice. Because at first they were going to. Oh no, that is the plan. They were going to go and enter into the county fair, so they need two more weeks so that they can win the prize money at the county fair. And then they get to town and they find out the prize money for winning is only $60, and the dog sniffs the paper and tells them they need $750, or 18000 however you want to think about it. <laughs> well, $1930 is only 10000 actually. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a little bit better sense. So $1930 to now. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Then they just, they realized that there's like a bounty on the yodeling guy's head. Yeah. And it was $750. Right. 
So they just want to go and get that guy and turn him in for the reward money? The freaking cows want to do this? Correct. <sighs> well, there's also a bounty hunter. Uh-huh. So the yodeling guy, he yodels and it like... Hypnotizes yeah, cows. hypnotizes the cows so he gets a whole bunch of cows. But he's like shady and stuff. And, and then Steve Buscemi's working with him and... Trying to buy the cows. Right, he's trying to buy the cows. Uh, and then it turns out that the one guy... I feel like there was a ton of freaking filler. This movie was an hour too long and it was only an hour and 17 minutes. It was freaking ridiculous. <sighs> but, so he has the cows, but he needs 5,000 cows and... And they're three of the cows that he needs, but they get sprung by the Jennifer Tilly cow that doesn't sings really horribly, so she doesn't have pitch, so she can't get hypnotized by the yodeling. Correct. And there's a bunny and uh, just... I think he's a rabbit. Okay. You know why? Why? Because bunnies are cute. <laughs> really? Is that how it works? Yeah. Fine. Then there's a rabbit, and they like I said, it's, all, it's like Saturday morning cartoons. People get hit, and it has the stars around them, and yeah. it's the noise. They had the goofy yell when they fell down a thing, a ravine or whatever. The goofy yell? Yeah. Wait, did you call it? Yeah. But did you intentionally call it the goofy yell or were you saying goofy as no. a silly? <laughs> goofy, goofy. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm just making sure you made Capital that. Capital G. Oh, thank you. Thank you for checking <laughs> up on me. Making sure. Uh, but so then they eventually capture him after a bunch of freaking pointless action sequences. And they're driving a train, the train crashes, and they take him back, they get the money, and save the farm. I mean, yeah, that's basically it. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? No, did you say that the bounty hunter was working with him, too? Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that. Yeah, that's it. It felt really freaking just thin and stupid, and and it's kind of funny, because the way it matches up with, uh, what's, I guess we'll talk about that in the comparison. The Noki Po? Yeah, the Noki Po. Uh, You want to just move on to that now? I don't know. Do you have nothing else to say about this one? I don't think I have anything else to freaking say. I I mean, I was just annoyed through... Mo- I was bored, for sure. But then I started getting annoyed. You fell asleep, and you still didn't miss anything. I think it was bored fall asleep, legitimately, this yeah, time. Yeah, I think it was just... Because I, I closed my eyes and tried to fall asleep. <laughs> it just didn't work. <laughs> I, was abs- I was so bored, and I... Like, none of the characters meant anything. I feel bad for Judy Dench, but she's doing fine, so... <laughs> yeah, every hat buddy has a slip up now and then. Yeah, um, so they, it's funny that it's Roseanne. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty apropos for now, right? Yeah, but I just, yeah, and I didn't care about anything that happened. I didn't want anybody to succeed or fail. It was just meaningless nothing, and I was like, okay, just random nonsense, go on, I don't care. I wanted the guy at the beginning who gave his horse away to succeed. I mean, his cow. Yeah? Yeah. What was, what was that guy? It's the point. The point? Yeah. All right. Are you done? Yeah. Okay, me too. Thanks. What are you talking about? Finding, nope, uh, Home on the Range and Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, I think you're funny because I was trying to get you, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to catch you mid weird conversation just so I could. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got you. Mm-hmm. P.S. It wasn't a weird conversation. It was a weird conversation because I was pretending like I didn't realize that Ellen was gay. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you were Even pretending? Even though I know she dated Portia de Rossi and I've seen her house. Yeah. And I saw her being a lesbian in the house. What? <laughs> Don't shake your head. <laughs> Obviously, I know what's going on with Portia de Rossi. She was in Arrested Development. I understand. So that's how I found out. Okay. Yeah. It's not what I was saying, though, but <laughs> Okay.
Are you done? Yeah. What is this? Pinocchio and Home on the Range. Pinocchio and Home on the Range animation. Pinocchio. How do you feel about it? It was nicely done. Yeah, it was just nicely done. Well, we talked about like the, the little touches with the worn clothing and right the holes in the clothing. So. Yeah, I thought the colors were like there's something nostalgic about the way that it was colored. It was like worn or something, you know. And it seemed like they meant to do that. The palette make the palette kind of a a dull worn palette, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was I thought it was absolutely beautiful to look at. It's one of my favorite ones to just plain look at. Yeah. that we've had so far. It was easy to look at. Like, the colors yeah. weren't too vibrant or anything, but they were... Yeah, really easy. And Pinocchio stood out. The different characters stood out. Just kind of the, the way that Geppetto was drawn and Jiminy Cricket was drawn, were drawn. You know, both of them were drawn. Mm-hmm. They just... They seemed really distinctive. And they were really nice to look at. And they moved They moved nicely. And I like I Figaro. Like, I didn't like the Blue Fairy. And I didn't like right. Pinocchio as a lo- real boy. Yeah? Yeah. That's harsh. He yeah. finally gets there, though. Huh? And then you're like, ugh. Yeah. Take him back. <laughs> make another wooden boy. Let's try again. <laughs> I think he did that, Geppetto, after this. Probably. Just like, it worked. <laughs> so he just gets a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> Probably. Or yeah. he's like, wait a minute. You know what I could do? And then makes a full-size woman one. Do you think that's what he did? No. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a good guy. He seems yeah. like he wouldn't push fate. Correct. You know, the next one might be Chucky or something. Right? Right. <laughs> Uh, I wish listeners could see your face when you're reacting to my awesome jokes when you don't laugh. Why? (laughs) Because it's as good of a reaction as laughing, but they don't get them. Yeah. Yeah. What's so good about it? No, because it's ridiculous. (sighs) Yeah, because I clearly am not amused. You are definitely amused. Oh. But you're trying to fight it. I see. (laughs) So are you going to talk at the mic? I have been. I even thought to myself, You are shooting straight up into the air. I am facing the microphone. I even had that thought. Your eyes are facing the microphone. (sighs) So, Pinocchio looked really nice. Mm -hmm. And I liked it. I liked how, like, the whale and the weight of the whale, you felt the weight of the whale, Monstro at the end. Like, how he was flopping around in the water and and kind of the force of the water going in and out and and all that stuff. Really? Because I thought that part was more superficial. Oh, really? Yeah. You didn't feel the weight of the whale? No, I thought he moved too easily and too quickly and rapidly through the water. I didn't think that at all. I think you're wrong. Okay. And ridiculous. And... When the kids were turning into donkeys. Do you go to Monstro's mouth in the Finding Nemo ride now? It used to be the Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Is that the one? I have no idea what you're talking about. I think you do. Um, what are you saying? Home on the Range? Yeah. What about it? Animation. It was bright. Yeah. I liked it at first and then didn't like it. It got kind of annoying to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked the animals, kind of. Which animals? The farm animals. All of them? Like the chicks and the... Mm-hmm. Not Maybe elk. not the duck. And like the duck? No, I don't think so. But I I mean, the colors were fine. They, It was pretty easy to look at. And it didn't seem... The characters weren't over animated. They just looked like a cartoon, like a Saturday morning cartoon. They yeah. just seemed like they were uninspiringly animated. Yeah. <laughs> there just wasn't much to it. It didn't seem like it was Disney's color palette. Yeah. Yeah. Like it looked like a sequel color palette. Yeah. Do you pick a winner? What's your winner? Pinocchio. Pinocchio? Yeah. I agree. Oh, I didn't bring up a thing. You don't even do the thing anymore. No, I went to get it one time and you said, no, 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 I have it. So I said, okay. And so I don't have it. Um, What comes after animation? Character? 
My ears hurt. Do they? Mm-hmm. Character, Pinocchio. Yep. Yep, freaking fantastic. I mean, Jiminy Cricket alone is sufficient to win the whole thing. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I you mean, think, the, what? The, I'm trying to think of, you know, it, character in those since No one had an arc. In Home on the Range? Uh-huh. Uh, just the horse. The well, horse kind of had an arc. I guess the Judy Dench one kind of did, too. Because she came to like her? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It was really, I felt like all of the conflicts and stuff like that were completely artificial. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't make any sense. And it kept doing that. Just all the conflicts just seemed phoned in. Like, we need something. So yeah. here's this. Like, she's a show cow. Oh. Right. And it's your fault that the, the farm's being taken. What are you talking about? Like, she didn't have anything to do with that. What are you talking about? What do you mean? You, well, you missed that part when they were having their down moment when the Judy Dench was talking to Roseanne saying it was her fault that they're taking the farm. Why? That's exactly it. She didn't have a freaking reason. She's just blaming her for it. When? When you were asleep, you freaking goofball. Oh. <laughs> but they, they had multiple things like that. It just didn't make any sense. The, the motivation of the character didn't make any sense whatsoever. But it was trying to establish some kind of a conflict. But the horse, you know, came around to realize his hero was not a real hero and he has to be the hero. Yeah. So some kind of vague arc. The horse was, horse was annoying. Yeah, I didn't like the horse at all. And likability, I mean, it's just, it couldn't be more one-sided for sure. Yeah. And arcs, are there any arcs for, because, I mean, Pinocchio has to come to, Mm -hmm. that's just the whole point, is they set it up so he has to go through and and grow up throughout Mm -hmm. the movie. So he has an arc for sure. Geppetto doesn't really have an arc. Mm Mm-mm. Jiminy Cricket, yeah, he's, I don't know, he kind of has an arc that goes back on itself repeatedly. (laughs) Because <laughs> he, he's got to learn to just, okay, I have to take care of Pinocchio. But nope, screw him. I don't care. And then, oh, yeah, I do. And then, nope. <laughs> yeah. And Figaro, he didn't want to help. And then he comes around to help when they're in Monstro. Yeah, he did. He. Yeah. But I just, I give it to freaking Pinocchio, hands down, no question. Yeah, I agree. All right. Pinocchio. It's a me, Pinocchio. Is that what that's from? No. Storyline plot. This is where I wanted to bring it up, is because um, these movies kind of match up well, actually, to show how to do it and how not to do it. Because when you when you start Pinocchio and you, you see the premise that a little kid, you know, a little wooden boy becomes alive and has to go through whatever to become a real boy, you definitely don't sit there and think, okay, well, where are they going to go with this? Um, they're definitely going to have him want to be an actor, being duped into being an actor, and then end up on an island for bad kids where they all get turned into to donkeys and then have to rescue his father from a monstrous whale. I mean, that's definitely what's going to happen, right? Like, there's no way on earth you think that. So it's it's a genuine adventure that you're going through these things. Uh, you have no idea what's coming and it still establishes all the things that need to be established for purposes of character. You know, it still establishes Geppetto is out there you're recklessly trying to find Pinocchio. It still establishes that Pinocchio is still going to be immature and, and naive and, and have to grow up through all these trials Uh, and it's still you know interesting and exciting and all sorts of stuff you would never expect then you've got home on the freaking range which is they're gonna take the farm there's a yodeling guy who's hypnotizing cows and a bounty hunter and they have to get the exact amount of money they need by catching the yodeling guy i mean it's a bunch of random stuff that you wouldn't really think that this is what's gonna happen but it's freaking nonsense it's horrible (laughs) 
It's it's the stupidest plot line I could possibly think of. So it's funny how those two things, they're in similar camps, but one of them does it well in a way that makes sense and establishes character and all that stuff. And it's fun to watch. And the other one is just an abortion. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And so one of them, you're completely engaged. The other one, you just check out and your defensive narcolepsy kicks in. So, <laughs> okay. Well, what do you think about storyline plot? <gasps> Ditto. <laughs> okay, so Pinocchio wins? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Music. See what I did there? Yeah. See those faces. That's what I want. I want to see those faces so people can like make a compilation of all your reactions to my jokes. <laughs> so how'd you feel about the music? Hmm. Well, like I said, Pinocchio has catchy tones and yeah. catchy tunes. Catchy I mean. tones. <laughs> What well? What are some of the? Because it's when you wish upon a star. What's another one? I've got no strings and oh, right. give, a whistle and give a little whistle and an actor's mm-hmm. life for me. And yeah, good, yeah, good stuff. A home on the range. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, I heard the first song and I was, it was really peppy and like yeah. it was a fun way to get into it. You know, agreed. Uh, and then after that, I was just like, what, what? And none of the songs or anything after that did anything for me. Yeah. So it's it's not a huge clobbering, but... Pinocchio. Oh, Pinocchio, I think, yeah. Yeah. All right. Have you downloaded any Home on the... I thought they were going to sing a Home, Home on the Range song. Sure, I got in trouble. Not trouble, but in, in high school, because people always make fun of that song, and it's an American folk song, and you should give it the reverence and respect it deserves. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, no. But I, I, they didn't just plain sing that song. It was just the, no, the stupid cow, the one who sings really horribly. It was the only one who she started singing it? that. Yeah, she sang part oh. of it. But anyway, memorability. What do you think? What do you think, sleepy girl? Pinocchio is more memorable. Why is that? Because I didn't fall asleep and I saw the whole thing. Okay, well, if we track it just mm-hmm. by you falling asleep, then we'd have a lot of draws. So any other factors come into your analysis there? Again, we've talked about permeating culture, and I don't know anything about Homer on the Range. It's another one I didn't even know was a Disney movie. Yeah? Yeah. Well, Pinocchio has a lot of, you know, becoming a real boy, lying and having your nose grow. Yeah, the nose grow thing. Jiminy Cricket is yeah, Jim- well known. As your conscience. Let your mm-hmm. conscience be your guide. You know, just Geppetto, the strings. I mean, it. I've heard it in battle raps about... <laughs> I've heard Pinocchio bars. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. I wish Figaro and Chloe had made Cleo? a little... Cleo? Had made a little little uh, further outside of this. Why? Well, they, they deserve to get more cultural significance. I feel like they have. Yeah. Yeah. Know. But, yeah, plenty of stuff that came from that. Nothing I can think of from Home on the Friggin' Range. Mm-mm. It's just stupid. I mean, you have people say, don't make a jackass of yourself. Is that from Home on the Range? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's true. So, Pinocchio then. I guess so. All right. Is that really that much of a sweep and it only took us 15 minutes to talk about it? Yeah, I think that one was pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. That was kind of one of the easiest ones that we've had, period. Yeah? Is it because we didn't feel like defending Home on the Range at all? I don't know. I kept asking you. I know. If there's anything else to say about it. But you kept just wanting to skip past all these because you're tired. I don't know about that. I think I just want to race. Oh. 
<laughs> all right. But uh, yeah, I think I don't think there's all that much risk of having been biased or <laughs> missing something in these. Because I think Pinocchio pretty easily trounces. Yeah. Why did the other ones take us so long? Because the other ones are more competitive and there are more things going on. All right. Like Home on the Right, just nothing going on. It's it's so empty. I'm going to comment on this video and tell you you're wrong. Yeah, are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lengthy, just broad assertions without argument or... <laughs> yeah, I'm going to quote, research says, and they mm -hmm. always tell you things. And yeah. Statistics show. Okay, well, we'll see how well it works. Yeah. Oh, so next one. I don't know, I didn't even look. We are, I mean, because we are legit in, we're halfway through over now yeah over halfway through the first round the <laughs> first round and we're gonna have a special thing as a treat for getting halfway through did you know this no yeah it's gonna be a special thing what is it and we're gonna have capabilities for it come tomorrow day after tomorrow yeah thursday i think so um but the imagination region and the next one up sleeping beauty oh versus jungle book oh yeah. That's a tough matchup. Yeah, so next time it's not gonna be so <laughs> not gonna be so straightforward. Yeah. And I don't remember any music from Sleeping Beauty, but I my entire childhood is built on the music from Jungle Book. I walked with you once upon a dream. Nope. Yep, never heard it. It doesn't sound like it's gonna be blue and Bagheera. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, well, that is it. Do you take out the long pauses? The intentional log pauses? I don't know. You've listened to them. What do you mean? I don't remember when I long pause. Okay, well, yes, I probably do. <laughs> I'm trying to save time. All right. Are those supposed to be meaningful long pauses? No. Okay. Maybe they are. Yeah. Sometimes I just don't have anything that's worth saying yeah. about it. I mean, I try to listen to it for content because obviously timing is important. Yeah. Uh, but I screw up a lot of my jokes too because I don't get my pauses. Yeah. Yeah. That's what messes them up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Are you done uh -huh. now that you're talking at the wall instead of the microphone? Mm -hmm. Great. Except that's a ceiling, isn't it? Thanks for pointing. You're welcome. Uh huh. <laughs>